Production value, motherfuckers. Welcome <laughs> to motherfucking season two, bitches. <laughs> Bigger, badder, blacker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. Oh, how do I, I follow know. that? Yeah, good luck. It's on. It's, it's all you spotlight on you now, John. You guys are jerks. <laughs> hey, it's fucking you, John. This is the John show. Yeah, right yeah. Now. No, we're actually waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I don't wave the magic production wand around here anymore. I just show up, punch the clock. You just show up, wand in hand, and we we eventually had to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, this is our dinosaur junior episode. We're finally just freaking doing it. So yes, static and distortion. Yeah. Okay. And and I picked it was this is my pick. I picked the Dinosaur Junior cast mostly because I really didn't know much about Dinosaur Junior. Started using them as a measurement of of um our uh, favor around here. So um I was a bit of a fan of Dinosaur Junior to begin with, but not like I never really dived into all their music and all their albums and everything like that. I mean, you know, major songs and everything, and I have a pair of shoes for them, but that's about it. Yeah. I, um, the, he does. He showed it to, like, we, we, we do these things, like, in Burbank now, in our big <laughs> studio, and so we were able to actually see his shoes, and they said Dinosaur Jr. on them, and they had a bit of artwork. Yeah, yeah, with, with some they... of my signing bonus for season two, I um, I went out and you know, <laughs> you know some splurge money, and they look like moon boots. They're Nikes, bright silver and purple. Because you know I'm a, I'm a megastar now, so I have to wear ostentatious ostentatious outfits. You know, yeah, they're they're way sexy. <laughs> I I blew all my signing bonus on Spotify Premium. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, no, so I think I made the right choice. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's I'm so used minivan. Just... <laughs> yep. That, and by the way, listeners, that sums us all up right there. <laughs> in case you were, in case you missed the first season, that's us in a nutshell. Dinosaur Jr. Uh-huh. Moon Boots, <laughs> Premium, and Minivans. It's no, it's great. It's just just so I can get it off my chest. It's it's perfect for someone like me who uh, listens to music so much anyway, and I drive two hours a day. So I Spotify is such a you know a great archive and and system of delivering music that to have to listen to it on random with ads is still good because it's free but not when you're doing it for two hours a day so totally worth for me worth every penny i know i've been listening to it at work i don't have it we don't have um uh, desktops at our at my job we have thin clients So it's all cloud-based. I could log into my work computer from home, you know, and have my desktop virtually and everything. So I can't really... But the bad part about that is you can't download it into that computer. It's all locked down. So I've been yeah. listening to Spotify on my on my cell phone, just the random shuffle ones, and it's yeah. really freaking annoying. It's awful. I, I did it for a very long time, and... It's just yeah. As soon as as soon as the network was 
green-lighted us for season two and, you know, increased our budget and gave us a studio, I was like, yeah, I could spend 10 bucks a month on music. That's what the blog's about, right? I kept trying to convince <laughs> both of you to sign up for a premium. I, I was lucky enough to yeah. get it for six months for free. Yeah. And as soon as that ended, I was like, no, I have to have this back in my life. Yeah, I, I accidentally clicked the because my, my whole thing was I accidentally clicked the seven-day free trial. Because if you accidentally click it, they're just like, you have it now. Yeah. There's no confirmation. It's just like you have it. It's it, it's so, like, evil mastermind. And and I had it for seven days for free, like, no no strings attached. And it was so good. I listened to, um you know, Sucre and uh, Ryan Adams' new mm-hmm. album. Just like, I like this song, so I'm going to play it. It was so liberating. And and then the seven days were up, and I was like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. There's you can't a, go back. It, it, what's the Chris Rock joke? A woman can't go back financially and men can't go back sexually. We can't go back <laughs> musically. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's about right. It's true. It's so, very true. Uh, but anyway, what I was saying was Dinosaur Jr., uh, for me, I'm more in line with Robert. Um, I it was it was a I talked a bit about my music renaissance before. Um, you know, when that happened and there was kind of the second tier to it that was like, okay, here's all the stuff that I'm going to like right away. Okay. Here's the, your, your basic shit you need to know now and stuff I still love to this day. And then there was this like second tier of, you know, getting your, your roots a little deeper, you know, feeling out what shit can really be, you know, when you get shifted into that gear and I, you know, like, I think I just said like before, like the Pixies were in that realm, um, shit like Neil Young and other things like vast catalogs that I was like that I really should explore, you know, that I'm that I do eventually end up liking, but it's just like a little deeper than I was willing to go at the time. And um, Dinosaur Junior was in that realm too, but I did dive into them when I moved out to Idaho. Uh, they're they just they and we'll talk about it more, I'm sure, but they just like connected. I connected with it like right away. It was like, oh, this is good times so like yeah i never like anything like that but uh i know i know a bit about it and i've always liked it i've always respected it um jay i, I always mispronounce the last name is it masix or masix yeah. uh he just had a solo album come out earlier this yeah. year didn't he yeah it's actually really not that long ago it is really good yeah actually is it, it may be better than his last one too and i really liked his last one it came out right around the uh, sky and uh that one was really great too and uh yeah i actually just picked up his his most recent and uh yeah unshockingly still very good (laughs) um so like i said i wasn't like the biggest dinosaur junior you know aficionado um so i just did what i did with i normally come across an artist that i'm not big with and i just freaking dive head first into their first album and i listened from start to finish all the way up to their last album. I did it with Bruce. I did it with the Ryan Adams. Radio, you did it with Radiohead? With Radiohead. I did it with Ryan Adams. You guys gave me the playlist, and then I started poking around yeah. my own. Yeah. That's just how I do I, you know. I actually, and I'll agree with you in this case, and I think I agreed with you with Radiohead, too. It, Dinosaur Jr., that is actually a really good way to do it. Um, and I think mm-hmm. my qualifier was any band that's been around for decades. It yes. does really make sense to start in there. Early with their earliest, and and then see where they are now. Especially if they're still out there performing, like uh, Jay and Crew are, um, and especially because like you can trace what they're doing throughout throughout their their long and uh, scandalous career <laughs> in their music. Um, totally makes sense. Totally agree with that. Yeah, 
And it's Absolutely. weird, too, because um, they draw major similarities to another band that we discussed in the past, which is the Pixies. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both from yeah. the same region. Both came out around the same time. Both have that, you know, identifiable, identifiable lead to the band with um, Francis and Jay. Um both are very strong-headed and determined about being perfe- perfectionist about their music and everything yeah. um, to the point where it drives wedges between band members. Um, and they both took a break in the middle of it, ex- you know, explored solo careers, both came back with their bands and released new music. So Yeah, that was still good after yeah, all this well, time. It was still very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> so it, it, you're right. And and that's, um, again, you know, it, it was probably why I was in the same tier where it was like very similar kinds of bands and and not to say that their sound is very similar though they both have punk rock uh backings um but they are in terms of of style and in terms of structure and how they've just been (laughs) over the past 30 years they you're you're absolutely right it's easy to draw that comparison agreed the big difference between pixies and dinosaur jr is pixies almost perfected this uh, and you know we talked about it on the pixie show podcast mm-hmm. um their strong their song dynamics and their song structures that loud quiet loud um yeah. dynamic that they introduced to their songs that so many people went out and copied where dinosaur jr um they were just loud like, it was they were just and feedback it, it, and static and noise. So, and so good but it's it's so weird and i and i you know when i was kind of i would you know kind of did a little refresher today read some articles and and opinions out there and uh a lot of which i agreed with and it's it's so confounding what dinosaur jr's sound is because what you have in the mid 80s is like very distinctly just straight alt rock that's also punk rock at the same time that's also kind of pop at the same time uh, that has this just really kind of whiny droning lead singer, you know, a la, uh, you know, I, I actually would almost compare him to uh, Robert Plant in, in some ways, but, um, you know, certainly Neil Young. And then later, you know, Cobain kind of has that kind of disconnected voice from the song. You, know, you yeah. have that going on that juxtaposes like the crazy thrashing feedback. <laughs> I would agree more on the, the Neil Young um, comparison with with James and his delivery sure. and his vo- vocals and everything. Well, he he, he get, apparently gets that a lot and he, and he hates it. But it is true. Like if you once you you hear that, oh yeah, he does. Um, but it's kind of just like his sensibility about it. The fact that he kind of just comes off as disconnected from the lyrics that he's singing, you know. And you have like this crazy like because he's so brilliant on the guitar, you know, this crazy shit yeah. going on. You know, and then he's kind of just like singing about whatever in the background, and it and it just it's kind of really beautiful in a way, and it's really compelling. Um, so it's just this weird sound. Whereas you know, Pixies, it's just you're getting that that in your face kind of punk rock, you know, defining, mm-hmm. you know, the, that. Uh, and Dinosaur Junior is not that at all. <laughs> yeah, um, well, Jay... I think it's fun to go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, I think it's fun too to watch them. Uh, perform live um dinosaur jr because it's, it's one thing to kind of hear that Chris, I summed it up beautifully with the whole brilliant guitar stuff going on but then also the that very distinct um singing structure that that he he does singing structure i don't know i'm i'm making stuff up at this point um <laughs> But you made the point well. I did not. 
Um, <laughs> but like watching him play, it's just even just watching him play guitar. It's the same attitude as that. He's just like the expression on his face and him singing. It's just like, okay, I'm doing stuff and yeah, I'm shooting yeah. a guitar while I do it. Like <laughs> effortlessly. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's no surprise that he's kind of a cock, you know, in his band, you know, and, and it's, it, you know, it's kind of, you're, you have that presence. If, if you're that talented and you have this strong original idea and you're like, no, nah, this is what our band is fucking about then yeah, you're going to be controlling and yeah, it's going to be bad times if you, if you can't kind of bend to that a little bit. And, uh, and it's, it's funny, Robert, you brought up earlier now they took a break and then they realized like, Oh, we could, we could probably still jam together. And now it's, it's such a different environment in their band. If you look at like their last three albums, which is great, by the way, if I could just say my reintroduction to them, I, I did when I moved back a couple of years ago, I, I kind of did a reintroduction to them for myself with their latest three albums and kind of just deep dove and deep, deep dive uh, into them to see, you know, kind of analyze and see, compare it to their 90s stuff, compare it to their, their first three. Um, they were like amongst, like they had some of my favorite songs all time on those yeah. albums. And I was like, just like really solid shit. It's a shame that they got broke up for like 20 years because now it, you can get the sense of like, everybody's contributing, everybody's songwriting, everybody's doing their thing and they're all kind of amicable about it. And the result is really great. Well, they, they went through some lineup changes too, as yeah. people got pissed yeah. and left the band, but I think they're actually back to the, the original lineup. The, the original my understanding is, yeah, it's Jay, uh, and I got you guys' names because I don't have Wikipedia open. Yeah, um, <laughs> Flying without a net this time. The, the bassist and the drummer, um, also, like the original. I believe it is the original three. Um, yeah. In in yeah, fronting for the band. So, um, yeah, really good times. Really good times. Um, it's also, you know, we we've compared them. I I was the one who started it, and we, it's kind of been carried on the comparison to. Um, Pixie, Pixies and Dinosaur Jr. But if we're actually going, you know, in their own circle, you know, uh, with their classmates and everything like that, you mm. know, obviously you have their offshoots and you have like Pavement and a band that I like, Sabado and stuff like that. But, you know, that wall Love of Sabado. sound that you get from Dinosaur Jr. with all the gain and feedback, it's reminiscent of like My Bloody Valentine's first work. And, you know, you have early Sonic Youth that sounds similar to this and everything mm. like that. So, yeah, yeah they're up there on par with some of these great bands that people always quote and say, you know, Oh, have you heard of, you know, that new Sonic, blah, 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 blah. blah. But then no one ever talks about dinosaur junior. Like, it is interesting, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, like, and, and, and you're right. I mean, that's, it's such a distinct parallel with, with the pixies and it kind of and like that is just all those bands, like just everything. Yeah. It's like, they're the middle child that everyone forgets. <laughs> Dinosaur Jr. is Jam Brady. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, smart quiz question on on the news radio the other day, and I was really happy I got this. It was really sad that I got this. Um, but the question was Brady Bunch on the show, The Brady Bunch, in the opening sequence. Uh, who was the middle square? It was Alice. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Suck it. Nah, man, I was. On a quick side note, go check out the new TV podcast that we just launched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't hear John plucking his fucking awful show. Because John here. is a terrible human being and doesn't know how to work computers. It, and also hey, really bad it. at podcasts. 
I'll just say I posted it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eventually, screenshot. Jesus. And I was sitting here listening to that whole thing crash before my eyes, ears. It was I awful. hate you guys. You're both fired. <laughs> I'm taking back yeah. the static and distortion name. Go for it. You get to keep your your platinum dinosaur junior static <laughs> and distortion membership at least, unlike unlike Jen. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, who I'll never plug my got new it. podcast. John also has a new podcast. We could podcast that with uh, newcomer Jen, who will never ever ever have a full time platinum no. status. God, it oh, maybe no. she ever yeah, deserved you... it, you know, but she's never going to. She, she's just awful. She's literally <laughs> well, I, the worst. I told her now that you're part of the Static and Distortion family with our subcast called, we can podcast that. Um, <laughs> you, you're still not absolved from being ridiculed on this show. Yeah. So. God no. Again, like mentioning Wilco, like, like... Death Cap, Cutie, Miami, or Ohio, we have to make fun of Jen. And cock talk. All right, we named them all. Let's move on. Bingo, bingo. Um, <laughs> one the thing fastest drinking really game ever. <laughs> going through Dinosaur Junior's body work, I did not know they did a cover of "The Cure Is Just Like Heaven." Yeah, that was like a huge <laughs> fucking thing, man. I did yeah. not know this. Like, this was something that was not common knowledge to me. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. You, you actually do. You, you want to? You want to test out your, your our skills? new production? <gasps> gasp maybe i could even go grab another beer yeah because i have to find it so <laughs> <laughs> real quick um my portion of the podcast today is brought to you brought to you by goose island Oktoberfest because it's it's still september right i Fuck. drink Oktoberfest. i went to an Oktoberfest recently and i had a good time yeah All i'm right. so sick of fucking Oktoberfest already <laughs> Sorry, I've just had like so many fucking pumpkin and Oktoberfest and harvest yeah. ales over the past two months. I just I feel like I could kill someone. I'm gonna go grab another. One. I'll be right back. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play this just like heaven uh, snippet here. So here we go. Our first test. <laughs> to you guys that I fucked that up a little bit and oh, no. we have about five seconds of feel the pain right before I go into Just Like Heaven. <laughs> <sighs> Not I'm surprised. Sure we will. I'm sure yeah. we will. Typical. Yeah. Lou Barlow, by the way, the bassist. Oh, okay. Just 
so you know. Just so you know. So, yeah, there we go. JFYK. Uh, that was our first, uh, you know, and season it would two. And it some of our budget. So. All of our budget, yeah, right there. That's it. That, that was, uh, we just blew everything <laughs> on Moon I Boots. spent the rest on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I got nine years of Spotify premium up front. <laughs> um, nine dollars. I'm looking over my notes to see what I have here. Usually oh. make notes. So earlier, you know, going through their earlier albums, I, you know, I have a lot of notes comparing to the Pixies, but right around the time where it hits uh, Green Mind, uh, I started mm-hmm. notice, I don't, it may have just been me personally, but I started noticing that uh, Jay's voice on certain tracks almost had uh, a resemblance to Gino, the lead singer from the Violent Femmes. Um, really, I don't know if if one artist was rubbing off on the other, or if it was just similarities that I heard or whatever. But I got certain qualities from their not only their songs but the singing styles that reminded mm. me a lot of the Violent Femmes um, coming from the band. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's like you a big, big guy Violent, Violent Femmes fan. And I know John likes Violent Femmes a whole lot. Are you a big Violent Femmes guy, uh, Robert? I, I I've seen them live. I actually really really do like them. Um, I don't know if I could say they have a major impact on me, but uh, I've been a big fan. I remember when I bought my first Violent Femmes album, it was uh, their live album, Viva Wisconsin. Um, I want to say I was like 12, maybe 12. Um, no, I had to be 11. It was 1995 about Viva Wisconsin, and I wore that thing out. I loved that album. And We're like up... close to the same age. That's really weird. Yeah. John's way old. He's like 60. Um, He's got like coupon in his wallet. <laughs> oh, that old man Mealy over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've seen I've seen Violent Femmes live. Uh, I really dig their music. I dig. I, I I hate the fact that they broke up over such petty things, such as using their songs in a Wendy's commercial. I mean, they mm. were already on the on the outs then, but it just kind of drove the nail to the coffin. But they're I think they're back together and they're making some more music. So. I think Sky Blue Sky had songs that were in a series of Volkswagen commercials. Yeah, it was Volkswagen. Was it? I'm I'm yeah. so glad I'm not just I didn't just dream that. <laughs> uh, I wish you had just dreamed that. However, you had did not. Hey, I mean, you know, this was like Wilco was in a in a weird place at that time. You know, like this was this is right after Ghost is born, right? They have right. like a couple of year break and there's a lot of skepticism. Um you got clean. Sweetie got clean, and you know what direction is the band going in now that he's just completely, fully in fucking control, soberly, of a band, um, and uh, they they have never really been chart toppers. So I think they kind of went all out with it. And I, I remember at the time hating hating the the whole Volkswagen push. I was like, well, I really hope people start liking Wilco, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, and they they made it clever. I mean, it was it was okay, but yeah, I don't know. It was a great album. So, so there. What are we talking about? Dinosaur, Dinosaur Junior. Right, Dinosaur <laughs> Junior. <laughs> What's your favorite album, Robert? Favorite album? Um, yeah. Deal with it. I know. That's <laughs> that was a tough one, but I think I know what I what mine is. I have I have mine as well. I'm gonna go early. I'm, I'm gonna go with "You're Living All Over Me." I really Damn love it. that. <laughs> I 
really dug the shit out of that album. It's such a good album. I it is. That, that was my favorite. I went Bug. Bug oh, Bug's good. Bug's is a good one. That was that was. It's in my top three. Yeah, living obviously living all over is is really really great. So, yeah. Yeah. I I love I, the production value on it too. It's 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 not you know, a slick studio album, but it's it's it's. I like the the vibe. I like the sound. It's it's good mm-hmm. from beginning to end. It it feels like early alternative, and it feels like it was released eight years ahead of when it should have been. Yeah, I, exactly. That's the thing I kept thinking listening to their stuff, especially their first year. I was like, this could have been released ninety three, ninety four, and like I wouldn't have been. This could have been released like two thousand nine. I probably would have been like, oh yeah, they're probably from like the West Coast, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe like and Pacific it, Northwest. But like nineteen eighty seven, no, I would not have guessed that. It seems complete. They're time travelers at this point. So I think it is important to note that. At the time it came out, I think it has a lot to do with how fucking revolutionary they are for this because It is so completely out of place with the music scene and, and everything else that's going on out there and at that time. Uh, so much so that it can just completely be- blend in 10 years later and 20 years later into the music scenes that are uh, existing at those times. It's yeah. really bizarre, um, but really kind of uh, fascinating. I mean, well, um... so. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and, and even to this day, um, Dennis Hurd Jr. still holds a lot of weight and a lot of clout. And, I mean, for people who know music, they still carry weight in the sense that I told one person that, oh, I'm like, we're recording an episode on Dennis Hurd Jr. And they're like, oh, that's really good. Are you going to talk about this? And you can talk about that. I'm like, yeah, you know, we have notes and everything like that. And then I told another person we're recording Dennis Hurd Jr. And she just quietly just went, fucking hipsters. And I'm like, well, at least you know enough about Dinosaur Juniors to know that they're fucking cool, you know? Yeah, what you should have said right. is, uh, you know, when you say, you're like, oh, we're going to do this episode about Dinosaur Jr., you're like, oh, this is cool. You're going to talk a lot about Dinosaur Jr. You should say, no, we're mostly going to talk about, like, Wilco. And, uh... <laughs> Sky, I mean, Sky was really good. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, that is weird, though, I think. I mean, I don't... I, yeah, they're, they're... I mean, are they a hipster band, really? I don't think so. Because no. no. talk about this from time to time. We are, are fully all about acknowledging our, our hipster taste in music when they pop up. Um, Dinosaur Jr., I mean, it's it's always been kind of just a staple. And I think that's – it's like yeah, we consider the Pixies a hipster band. No. I, I, nah. I don't know where that would come from. I'm pretty – I'm a pretty self-aware hipster. You are. You're our resident, our resident hipster and and chief nostalgia writer. Well, okay, real quick, I'm going to interject here. A, I'm glad that Shen is the resident hipster, and B, I'm kind of bummed that you didn't think that about me because I figured I had more qualities than he did. You, you're more about shoes. I used to be. I used to be <laughs> way more hipster. Now I'm kind of like retired hipster dad, mm. which makes him really amongst age group more hipster than any of us. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, that's one of the first things I thought when I saw John. I was like, oh, how sad. How do sad you own must... a scarf from H&M, John? I do not. Um, I do own scarves, you... though. <laughs> it's just not from H&M. I do. I mean, I know I'm not the hipster, but just so you guys know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, yeah, we're, yeah, and I 
way of putting it. We're really pretty self-aware, at least on the podcast, about you know um, our our tastes and uh, and and how and what degree of hipster they might be at any given time. Um, Dinosaur Junior, yeah, I, I have I have trouble uh, grouping it with all that. I, that. That's a little weird. That's kind of uh, new to me. <laughs> yeah, because even even the people that I know who are um, far more hipster than combined, um, who listen to you know random music because because it's hipster cool, um, Dinosaur Junior is never in their wheelhouse. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know any any of my my bona fide hard carrying hipster friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah, I, I I think yeah that part of maybe this portion of of the definition. God, that that sounds right. Um, is that you have to at least be listening to it because it's you know um, to a degree unlistenable because people aren't listening to it for, for a reason or something. The Dinosaur Jr. is just like really enjoyable kind of pop, alt rock, punk kind of sound, you know, like right. it's not going out of its way to, uh, you know, have, have some sort of weird thing about it. Like it's just, it's, it's good music. People should listen to it. I would love if they got way popular. They were on Jimmy Fallon a couple of years ago. Right. I was like, this is going to be it for them. They're going to be great. No. no. Nah. No. Couple of years too early. <laughs> they, they fall into. Uh, that but they played a great song, by the way. They played pieces, which is one of my favorites of theirs of their modern. They fall song. into like a weird category where they're they're obviously not hipster enough for the hipsters to like, and they're not cool enough for you know the mainstream media and radios to play, Poor and kids. they're not like enough <laughs> in this direction for this group to like them. They just. In a Venn diagram, they're like really weirdly in the center of all these other categories that people wouldn't necessarily listen to, but I don't understand why they it's don't. Blind spot because they're right, right there. Yeah, you know, there's too many good qualities. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I will say <laughs> this much. then. So it's good that we use them as our rating system because yeah. for a band that's You're so welcome. great and so versatile—well, not necessarily versatile—but that that has this great you know, musicality behind them, they can really be compared to a lot of people. So yeah, I think it, it I, makes sense. No, thank you. I, I have 14 episodes too late, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, no, and I, I obviously agree. And I, I think it is a shame that they don't get kind of uh, more, actually, I would, I would love for them to like suddenly, cause I think like the Pixies when, when they released Indy Cindy, I thought they got a ton of exposure you know, I thought that was kind of, at least in my field of, you know, I kind of sound like Tom here, but, you know, the things that I read online, you know, it seemed to be pretty big, you know, pretty big news mm-hmm. and things like that. Whereas, uh, yeah, I, last year, you know, I, I bet, or two years ago, rather, I bet on Sky came out and it's like, in my field of view, not we're talking about it, and I was really kind of sad about that. <laughs> well, they've put out enough albums recently that's not as significant as Indie Cindy, where Indie Cindy that's, was 23 years in That's between. true. That's very true. You're right. That's and a, that's to be a fair, you say that, like, it's ass-kicked in, in the critic ratings, especially when they were putting it out as the EPs first before they made it the full album. Mm-hmm. People, did, I mean, that it did not test well with critics who, who love and who basically, I mean, critics have made Pixies, what they are, um, as far as folklore, be, it, during their during their hibernation, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 
obviously the Pixies That's are true. influential in their own right because just look at all the people they've influenced. They influenced You're freaking absolutely. David Bowie. So I mean, yeah. they, I don't want yeah, to I don't want to detract from that. By the way, However, really quick, just just show it really quick. Um, Bob Dylan or David Bowie? Bowie. Bowie. I'm gonna go Dylan. You would. <laughs> yeah, I, you would. I, I yep yep. By the way, us in a nutshell. Hashtag us in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> go go click on our um stack and distortion on Twitter <laughs> link <laughs> for more information. <laughs> um, did we want to cut in another song here? Yeah, let's uh, do it. I was gonna put on. I personally wanted to hear the lung off of their live in yeah. 1987. Let's do it. Let's talk days. really quick, really quick about live in 1987, because uh, I didn't realize it was on Spotify until today when I was driving home. Yeah, it was their last. It's their last release. It's 2012 release. So Gosh, yeah, I had no. I yeah, I, I didn't listen to it when it came out because I was like, no, 25 no. years after the show actually was played, the album came out. <laughs> Yeah, if you, by the way, if, if any of you guys out there have not heard uh, Dinosaur Jr., um, please go listen to this because this is such a, a window not only into their presence playing music um, and, and their style and their early style, but a, a window into that time and the, the venues that they're playing, the audience that they have, and what – I mean, it's kind of like you're just kind of transplanted, you know, uh, 30 years ago into this scene and it's so good and it, and it's a great album anyway it's a great set yeah. um really really fantastic stuff uh what i'll do is i will uh, put the the long on uh, about a minute into it can one of you guys find out where they played this show at meh Wikipedia? i mean i'm not right for that now. <sighs> fine i'll do it <laughs> fuckers all right shut up guys here we go just gonna sit there and keep listening to it <laughs> um yeah. i'm not finding where that was recorded at really well I, I had what like 30 seconds to look yeah anybody yeah. want to start a timer i could fuck just shut up keep talking i got it i bet you don't someone talk besides me nope it's like a fucking race no. now. John's like, what's what's Google? <laughs> he started up his AOL right now. Yeah. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Dan, so, Junior. 
So, it's recorded in the Dutch town of Nijmegen, the Netherlands. Yes, found at the same time. What website are you on? Pitchfork. Yep, same here. Ah, it's nice. It's like we both kind of finished at the same time there. That just got really sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Static and distortion after dark. Oh, yeah. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. yeah I'm actually sitting here in the dark <laughs> um, trying to get my two month old to fall asleep. I just, I, yeah, I'm also. Uh, what, I don't know. Uh, Robert, what are you wearing right now? I am wearing a gray shirt from Target and gray <laughs> Adidas sweatpants, but. I'm hot, so I roll oh, yeah. the legs up to my knees. Ooh. That's very Miami of you, actually. Well, no, it <laughs> would be right, Miami Chris. if I only had one leg rolled up. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It is hot. I don't know what the deal is. What do you I want to turn on my fan, but I'm afraid you guys would hear it. Here, I'm going to turn this on. Let me Tell me if you guys can hear this. Oh, God, turn it off. I really? No, yeah, I, I, I can't. Yeah, it is way loud. What about that? It's still. It's, it's kind of white if noisy. If I was listening to this podcast, I would be way pissed about that. Well, uh, okay, like we have seven listeners, so they can be angry with me. <laughs> it wouldn't be a first. <laughs> no, it's like Jen and two other people. Yeah, Tansy. Timmy. I don't even know if he listens to our podcast. He's really backlogged from what I hear. But hey, new season, <laughs> new listeners, right? Yeah, That's right. hopefully. Yeah, we, well, yeah. not after this. Not after your little new, new time slot there. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> same, uh, you know, new season, new listeners, new time slot, same old shit we're shoveling at you. <laughs> Here you go. Pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Here's more of this crap. Damn it, yeah. Pierce. I heard <laughs> Uh, John doesn't watch television. I don't. Just listen to my podcast. We'll catch you up. Actually, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's just play that Probably. for a while. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, John, did you? You said you're okay. Sorry, I was like, what? Nah, I forgot that you said what your favorite album was too, because it was the same as your boyfriend's. So. Right. I love you, John. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, how do we rate? Dinosaur Juniors. I'm gonna. You guys can rate them however you want. I'm sure we're all clever, or whatever. Oh, rhyme. Um, I'm gonna give them ten Dinosaur Juniors. Okay. I'm gonna give them a perfect ten. Okay. I'll give them ten Dinosaur Juniors, and five pavements. Ooh. And and half of a Sonic Youth. (laughs) I'm gonna give them uh. 20 pairs of these cool moon boots that I have. Oh, man. That's all they made, though. <laughs> you can't give them all 20. <laughs> I own all 20. <laughs> he made them in his basement. <laughs> no, I will give... Uh, I, I'm going to agree with uh, Glass on this. I'm going to give Dinosaur Jr. 10 Dinosaur Juniors. I really feel like that's the only appropriate rating to give them. I think so, too. It, it, we, you know, we, I don't think we would if they were... Any worse today 
than than they were. I think if they're if they came back on the scene and were just kind of middling or or you know kind of okay at best, um, I don't think they they would get that rating. But boy, they're still real great. So ten dinosaur juniors. Um, we're only like forty minutes in, but I, I know to how us... long we're into the episode, Robert. <sighs> I wanted to give us a a, a big <laughs> big back end. <laughs> I wanted to give us a wide. <laughs> so stupid. Crowbar right into the back end. <laughs> um, because it's been two weeks since we recorded. So we yeah. probably all have tons of stuff that we've been vacation. listening to lately. I know John and I went to a concert together we didn't even talk about. That's right. That's um, right. a little too steamy for the air. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's happened in two weeks. So I wanted to um, kind of talk over that. Yeah, well, no, from my perspective, you guys went to that concert. You know, I got a few Facebook messages. So, hey, we're at the concert. A lot of fun. And then I think the other one was like, really, I'm here at the concert. You were invited. Yeah, you were invited, Dick. I'm just giving an accurate portrayal of how the concert was. I hear it was a really good time. You didn't see all my pictures on Instagram. No, you know what? I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't. John, you're uh, funny. I'm sorry to any 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 listeners out there that are like really yeah. diehard Instagram fans. I do apologize for that <laughs> that completely not overreaction that <laughs> that regular perfectly justified action. <laughs> so let's talk about the concert. Um, Robert and I went to um, Goose Island Brewing Company th- throws a block party every year at their. Um, one of the breweries in, t- in Chicago, you know, close off some streets, set up some stages, get some bands to play, possibly pay them. Um, but then, you know, there's there's food trucks and, and just beer all over the place. It's it's fantastical. Cheap, very cheap beer. Incredibly. So, OK, so the, the ticket to get in the door is was ten dollars. Thirteen fifty with tax. Thirteen. Well, yeah. OK, thirteen fifty with tax. So it was, let's say thirteen fifty. Um, I had I found street parking, so no parking. Um, my tamales from Tamale Spaceship were eight dollars, and I spent twenty dollars on beer. And I had uh, that was in tokens. Twenty dollars was seven tokens for beer, um, which were really cool little wooden Goose Island token things. So I mean, just off the bat, it was the, one of the cheapest things I've ever done in Chicago. Yeah, ever you know, and it was it was hours of fun. It was great. Um, the audience was a little shitty, very shitty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, don't I don't sugarcoat it. The they were shitty. <laughs> yeah, it was, they were, they were not fun. Um, but we, we did have, uh, I mean, the music was good except for that one band I hated. Oh, unknown mortal orchestra. Yeah. yeah. I liked them. They're yeah. really popular. They're really I mean amongst you know circles. That I've, I've I can heard put on an unknown mortal orchestra song if you want. Let's me to. do it. Yeah, everybody, you can be the judge. Here, give me a second to pull them up. Nope, time lost. On to the next. <laughs> <laughs> but the the main thing was ten dollars to see the breeders. I we we got to watch Kim Deal and Kelly Deal just rock out for an hour and a half. All right, uh, I'm going to put on a Norm Mortal Orchestra song here. This is called... My Spotify is saying that you're currently listening to Do You Want to Build a Snowman? That's so... like four days old. 
I'm not going to deny listening to that. (laughs) Starship. Yeah, I fucking listened to Starship today. So Um, this is called Funny Friends from Unknown Mortal Orchestra. I like them. I was one of the only people that really enjoyed seeing them. Um, you, Dave, and Margie were all like, "Fuck this! I gotta leave." Well, so. it was it was interesting because I, I had a whole like a whole arc with. Uh, it started out <laughs> with like, "Oh, well, this is all right, you know, not too bad," and then it was the drummer kind of sucks, and then the drummer did like this insane, like three minute drum solo crazy ending to a song i'm like holy crap i did not see that coming that was great then he proceeded to like way overplay the drums on most of the rest of the songs um the lead singer kept singing he was playing the same melody he was singing on the guitar for like every song and that just got annoying and then we decided to go get more beer and yeah portal orchestra (laughs) yeah I think my my description was quite accurate. I liked them. I I, I mean, I knew they were going to be there, and they were one of the bands I was looking forward to seeing. They were not the band I was looking forward to seeing, but um, I was happy to see them. So I wasn't terribly, like, offended when you guys were like, we need to get out of here. And we went and wandered and got more beer. We wandered over to the local stage where another band was uh, about to go on, and there was literally no one standing there and we all felt crushed for them we listened to them play and then we immediately walked away <laughs> i was like this their song sounds like a complete rip off of a death cap or cutie song i'm out <laughs> yeah so and then the band i was looking um that i was looking for most to seeing was uh down the get down stay down and they in my opinion put on a killer show it was a great show I was just bummed because the crowd was really shitty and talking over them and not paying attention. And it pissed me off to no end because I was like, dude, there's so much space elsewhere to go drink beer and be an asshole. Go there you and let me watch the stage. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and I think, again, if you, it was a very nice, cheap, fun, you know, eight hours of music or whatever it was that we were there. Um, if they had maybe charged $35 to get in or some crazy amount yeah. i i think that you'd have more dedicated fans of the bands there or but either way you're gonna have people that are just coming for beer yeah Which, super cheap beer god bless them you know god bless and then the breeders breeders fucking the breeders <laughs> i know i that that was the the sole reason because i i'm fairly familiar with that I'll get down stay down um and i gained more appreciation seeing them live it, it was just, it was a good show. It was there's a very good, solid show. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember the name. Cayucas. Cayucas was band. the opening band. Yeah. yeah. Or who, who was? Was it you or was it my friend Dave who called them the Poor Man's Vampire Weekend? It was Dave. It was Dave. 
guy. Yeah. So, overall, it was a good time. It was you know for thirteen bucks, it was a great show. So, yeah, I'll do it again anytime. That was that was fun. Yeah, uh, the first year they did it, St. Vincent played. So that's awesome for thirteen bucks, St. Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> I totally go see St. Vincent for thirteen bucks. So, um, but yeah, that was the concert, and then there's been tons of new releases, tons of music, tons of f- fun and stuff. What have, what have you guys been listening to? I've been listening to Royal Blood. Oh, okay. I've I've never I hadn't heard them before, and Neither I was listening. I. I was driving down. Um, I was driving in the minivan the other day, listening to XRT, and um, like a retired hipster that I am, and uh, they were playing um, the song um, "Figure It Out," and I, I dug it. It's a it's a catchy rocking song so um i've been been checking out some more of their catalog and i i dig them um trying to think what else oh um i've been listening to just discovered uh i may have i don't i talked about this before david was on from pedro the lion um and whatnot um has been putting out singles every couple months for or you know i think two two singles a month for six months or something like that and it, it, you can pay in advance and get them downloaded as he does them, and there's been some pretty good stuff there. Did you want to? Uh, did you want me to play the Royal Blood song or a Dave Bazan song? Yeah, or? yeah, throw it on, man. Oh, Which the the, the Bazan stuff's not the Bazan stuff's not on Spotify. So, oh, okay. just do, uh, um, this is do, Royal um, Blood per Schenberger's uh, recommendation. The name of the song is called "Figure It Out." He fell asleep, to, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is almost midnight. It's I'm uh, about to fall asleep, actually. Music yeah. is a funny thing. <laughs> it's a fickle <laughs> mistress. <laughs> yep, it is. It is. When prison, you have a, a three-sided dildo, and it's called a trifecta. <laughs> That's what music is. What have you been listening um, to? I've been listening to a lot of Ryan Adams. <laughs> a lot of Ryan Adams. A lot of um, I listened to the first half of uh, Suki Ray um, before on Spotify. And it's like now you have to listen to it in random order. And I was like, nope, not not gonna do that. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, actually, I've just been like, um, yeah, in a real Ryan Adams lately. So I've just been listening to his latest album a lot recently. Um, I've, I've said this before, and I still maintain that the first 
six tracks on the album are all fucking great. Just in a row. Like, it, on it's, it's on his most recent album, on Ryan Adams, self titled. Yeah. I think the first six tracks just could be fire. Because, you know, there's a lot of artists I'd love to death, and a lot of albums I would say I love to death, that I can't just like listen to six tracks straight on for for one reason or another. There's always one. Yeah, so, you know, I could probably skip over this to get to a better song. Um, just because I have attention span sort of thing. But I think like I could put this on listen to, you know, whatever, half-hour music straight on one album. And that's, for me, um, impressive, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, um, since we are all familiar with, like, my Wrecking Ball and, and things like that, um, if are you going to play, like, eight seconds of my... Yeah, I can, works? if you want to be, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, could you do, like, um, I don't know, what's one that's not that... Well known. I think Kim is is pretty underrated at the moment. Do twenty okay. second random seconds of that. All right, give me a second. All right, this is uh. It's also track. explicit, so fucking watch out. Yeah, this is a really good track. I remember really liking Put, this song. Um, yeah. but this is Kim from Ryan Adams off of his uh, newest release called Ryan Adams. Here we go. I fucked that all up. Hold on. Here we go. Nah, <laughs> Shut up. Here we go. Walking down the street where you and I would walk. I see him. Kim. 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 Yeah, I remember. I really like that song. That album. Go, everybody, go listen to that album. Yeah. It is a very <laughs> good album. So, yeah. um, I've been keeping a list because I have so much shit that I've been listening to lately, both old and new, um, that I've gotten into. Um, I posted on the the static blog about this recently, but uh, Mastodon just released a new single from their album once more around the sun and i've uh good been post by the way that. i finally read it that was a that was a good post it was a very it's good just, post it's just a random video <laughs> did you guys like sit and watch the whole video at least four times I like didn't, i did no i didn't watch no but i did read the post and uh i well, i tell you post was good <laughs> thanks thanks a lot it was so well written i didn't i felt like i didn't have to watch the video <laughs> um <laughs> I've been listening to that Mastodon album uh, quite a lot lately. I've been revisiting the Dark Side album, uh, Physi- uh, no, Psychic, which is really, really good. Um, I found a playlist that's about 100 tracks long called The Autobiography of Jazz, which is really fun to go through and listen to. Um, Johnny Marr has a new album come out uh, that just came out that I've been listening to. Um, I didn't know that Can one you, was um, coming out. send me that jazz, the jazz one? Yeah, I'll send you the jazz one. and that's then. Not, and- pique my interest yeah it's really good 
Um, and it goes from like old Dixieland jazz uh, and its inception all the way up to like hard bop. And then you even have like a little bit of smooth jazz from like the mid 90s in there. It's, <laughs> like it covers everything. It's really interesting to, to see the progression in there. Nice. Um, and then what were you saying, John? The Johnny Marr album? Oh, I, I didn't know about the Johnny Marr album coming out. It's really good. And I'm, I'm not a big Johnny Marr fan. Well, I take that back. I'm not familiar with his solo work. Uh, a friend of mine, Harrison, is a, a, a big fan of his solo work. And um, he was the one who, you know, I, I saw on Spotify. It was like, exclusive release on Spotify, Johnny Marr's new album. So I clicked and listened to it. And I was like, this is actually a really fun time. So I went back and listened to his first album. I was like, this is a really fun time. So, um it's really good stuff. I recommend listening to that. The uh, I've been listening to a lot of metal lately, so Noisier is a grind band out of Dallas. They're working on a new album. I listen to that. Gojira, Meshuggah, all sorts of that stuff. But the one album that really has stood out to me that I've been listening to quite recently, um, there's a DJ by the name of Flying Lotus that just came out with a new album called You're Dead. And it's so good. I, I fucking love it. It's really, really fun. And I, it's not for everyone. It's like a mix between electronic, hip-hop, acid jazz, hard bop, just everything. Reggae music. It's really weird. But if you give it a chance, you might find something you like. Did anybody listen? Did anybody know that Weezer had a new album out? I started listening to it. I couldn't make it through it. Really? That's that's, that's kind of how I have been with their last several. Make Believe their is last, kind of I where made I it. I made it through them. I actually, I think the last one I've actually listened to all the way through is Hurley. Like, I made it through it. You know, it has its moments on there, you know. I, I want to keep thinking that they're that they're good because they, they still really believe in themselves, which I think is actually, you know, important, you know, and respectable. Everyone uh, says uh, that this uh, new yeah. album is, like, supposed to be a return to, like, original Weezer. And maybe I just so didn't hear it. i that. <laughs> I just don't know if I didn't hear it or if it just didn't hit me in that way. I bet I that's just... not true. Yeah. I, I mean, like, they've never... I Nothing they've done in the past decade has ever indicated they want to try and, you know, go back to a different sound or something like that. You know, they've always been comfortable with what they're putting out. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got to bounce off for uh, a second. I'll be right back. Okay. You know, whatever, John. <laughs> Typical... Um, I will mention then for John, I guess, that uh, everybody should keep their eye out for Jesse Ware's album coming out a week okay. from Tuesday. Tough Love comes out. I know he's a huge Jesse Ware fan. Um, I think she's really great. Too. Um, a little outside my wheelhouse, admittedly, um, you know, because I'm like, you know, staunch, right wing, conservative, you know, deep south. Um, was hard bop okay. kind of guy, but Jesse Ware is really good. <laughs> she's she's not any of those things that I just said. Real quick, um, <laughs> I'm I'm I've just been thinking about it because I have it pulled up here. I wanted to play a little bit of that Flying Lotus album. Uh, you guys, oh, got to right, play music. Right, right, right. I didn't get to play music, so you totally did. You when? played all those dinosaur fucking junior songs. Yeah, because that's who we were talking about. God, you're so bad at the season. <laughs> Am I going to be recast? <laughs> I don't know. It's early in the we're repiloting. <laughs> so, um, let me go ahead and play a little bit of the Flying Lotus album. This is off of his new release, You're Dead, and this name of the song is called Tesla.
track I picked was probably the most mild track off the entire album. Just so I hope people will listen to it and be like, oh, maybe I can listen to this. Um, so, yeah. And then they're going like, to be like, what? what? They're going to they're gonna listen to the rest of the album and be like, what the fuck is going on? All their friends are going to like follow them on Spotify and be like, what is going on in Jason's life? right now <laughs> like i'll just put it this way the cover of it is reminiscent of like something from the 60s mixed with uh like a david cronenberg um <laughs> salvador dolly painting <laughs> it's it's supposed to be talking his, about uh the flying lotus album so <laughs> oh i i love it i wish you guys would give it a chance but i also love death grip so <laughs> and they're really really bad so shut up they're really good death grips are <laughs> no no i don't think you're ever going to convince us on death grips i'm sorry i like my music i don't know if I, to, did I tell you that i was telling you, you were all about the death grips i was talking i had a conversation with tom about no what would he say on our i i forget the context in which the death grips was that on our bonus cast or what was that that we were talking about yeah that about was that. our um five songs long yeah, it was our So I was telling Tom about about the cast, you know, because you know he didn't listen to it, didn't do his research. But we were talking about it, and I was like, oh, I don't remember pick like Death Proofs. And Tom was like, did like a double take, and he was like, oh, which song did he pick? And like, it's like, why would he pick that one? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to pick an accessible. I, like, I don't one. know. The general impression I got was that they're just good anyway. And he's like, no, Death Proofs. You know, right, right. It's just that one song. So maybe if we have a listener out there that gave them a chance based on that one song, maybe they should go back and listen to the Or, episode. you know, you can always give them a chance based on maybe listening to more of their music. <laughs> I go off my gut. <laughs> <laughs> I go off of what sounds good. Oh, nice. <laughs> Funny. Uh, hashtag us in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> is this gonna be our six seasons in the movie oh man i hope so <laughs> that's an nutshell. how many that's what is what is 36 months anyway that's impossible to know how many years that is 36 that's three years yeah it's impossible to know but maybe it will be <laughs> <laughs> good times all right i'm gonna we call it bye at... everybody yeah, we're just over an hour, so very nice. Um, did it, oh, it's my turn to pick next too. Oh yeah, yeah, it is actually. What are you gonna? Are you I've already made a playlist. I, I think I know. You oh know. shit! Yeah, no, I should know too. I know you were. Uh, I'm not gonna yeah. think of it. It's happening. I told you it was gonna happen. So for the next Static and Podcast, uh, this Distortion Podcast, Static and Podcast, Static and Popcorn. Ever since you motherfuckers got your little spinoff podcast, you've just been (laughs) just rubbish at this. I just, I think I speak for all of us. (laughs) Well, when you and I start doing our own spinoff, then you could start being a fuck up too. That's like when you you cheat your wife or whatever, you know, like yeah, (laughs) really bad, and everybody's criticizing you because you suck. But you're like, I'm still enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the next uh, podcast, we're going to be doing the Deftones. Oh, Yay. right, 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 right. Yay. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I will finally learn what they are. So, yeah. I, I think, Chris, I think you will 
There's going to be definite parts that you're going to like, and there's going to be you definite call it, parts. Actually, that you're I would like. I would like John specifically to call it right now. Um, how many dinosaur juniors am I going to give the Deftones? What? How? <laughs> 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 oh my god the question the question was how many how many dinosaur juniors shut it down shut it down <laughs> would i give the death count what i am i going to you'll find out on the episode jesus no uh, robert how many am i gonna give him you're probably gonna give him i want to say six thank you i was gonna go with four yeah oh my god <laughs> I, I may have gone high <laughs> yikes Okay. All right. Well, here I'm gonna write this down, and I'm gonna tape it to my wall here. That's Post-it not notes. good. I want to like these guys. You might. <laughs> Anything's <laughs> possible if you believe in your oh, heart. Wow. Secret power friendship. Secret power Deftones. All right. I, you know, with our in our Deftones cast, I'm just gonna talk about white white pony. pony. For, it's so um, weird because, like, I think I think there's been like an others that we've done that I've legitimately didn't really care for outside of maybe like our con, which was a concept post in itself because it was an anniversary acknowledgement yeah. thing. And I'm still not a Kanye fan yeah. in general, though. You know, when you guys pick whatever, even if it's something that's that's relatively new to me, like I don't I don't think I've given it that low of a score. So I'm I'm interested don't to see do you. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't see it either. Might there's, there's going to be songs that you're really going to be like, oh, I, I like this, this is really good. And then there's going to be like their earlier work, which you're going to be like, this is just noise and stupid. So yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would love to argue that it does sound like something I would say though. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, everybody, tune in for that. <laughs> Not to ruin the episode when all of that happens. Um, but yeah, thanks. So, um, for the Static and Distortion podcast, I'm Robert. John. I am Roberto del Mundo. Oh, Roberto of the world. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto of the world. Um... <laughs> That's going to be our six seasons of the movie. <laughs> Uh, we agreed to end out on, what was it again? Rude? Yeah. From Dinosaur Jr. So this is the track Rude from Dinosaur Jr. on their 2012 release, I Bet on Sky. So everyone go out and listen to this. Here we go. <laughs>